business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. This is the Avia Money Show. Thank you so much for joining us. And all your kids have now, I'm sure, gone back to school. Um, if not this week, it's going to be next week. And what's crucial about that is that we take certain things for granted. We take for granted that we have internet connection at home. We have in internet connection in our offices. And most of us have inter internet connections in our cars, which means that we are basically connected wherever we go. If we can just stop for a moment and think, if we didn't have that internet connection, how would we really be able to operate as efficiently as we do? Let's leave aside the luxuries of things like YouTube, Netflix, certain other entertainment streams. What's about basic education information? You know, I was just doing an interview the other day and someone said to me, maybe take an encyclopedia and put it under your computer. And I said to the person, I haven't seen an encyclopedia for many, many years. But there was a time when it was a fundamental part of our education. And for some people, that's, the basically, that's basically the only connection that they have to the wider world is an outdated encyclopedia. What, are, what am I referring to? I'm referring to the majority of kids in South Africa who go to school, who we are hoping are going to be the future leaders of tomorrow. They are going to be the leaders that are going to take South Africa into the next generation, put it on the stage with the rest of the countries in the world and say, we can compete, compete on a level playing field. But if they don't have internet connection, it's very unlikely that they're going to have a level of education that is a little bit more than rote learning, where they're simply learning from books and then regurgitating it onto an exam. They're not going to be able to broaden their horizons, experience things that are beyond their small corner of the world that they live in. And that's what it's all about. It's all about getting internet connection, fiber connection to the remotest of remote places, number one. And number two, even if the places are not remote, but they are isolated maybe from a financial circumstance point of view. An impoverished school on the outskirts of Johannesburg or in Alexandra or in Guguletu, where the children literally walk to school and walk back with nothing in their lunchboxes, and yet they're keen and eager to learn. I'm very happy to welcome back Roxanne Rose, who is the marketing and CSI coordinator at Rumatel. Roxanne, welcome back to Chai FM. Thank you so much, Avi, for having me, and good day to all the listeners. Great. Roxanne, you guys are not sitting back and saying, well, we've rolled out fiber to a few schools. We've got a couple of hundred under our belt, and that's it. We're done now. We don't need to do any more. What, how many schools have you rolled fiber out to? So to date, we have 520 schools connected. Um, all these schools fall within the Vumatel network coverage. So yeah, it's been an amazing couple of years. Um, the project has started in 2016 officially. And yeah, it's just been amazing to see how the, the teachers and the learners have been experiencing and reaping the benefits of Vuma Fiber. Um, I mean, it just broadens the, the lessons 
and it also adds so much color to the lessons as well for all our learners. Roxanne, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to maybe drill down into one specific case that you're aware of, and let's just see where they were before, how they got to you guys, or how you guys got to them, and what their effect is. Craig, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Roxanne, welcome back to High FM. We were chatting before, and you've now got over, how many, 500 and? 520 schools. <laughs> 520 schools that it would otherwise literally be in the dark ages where you've rolled out take, um, uh, fiber to them. But that's almost like saying that you're going to bring a raw water pipe to a village. One needs to put in infrastructure, one needs to put in taps, one needs to have runoff. How do you guys follow through? Because it's all good and well to have the internet connection, but how do you turn that connection into learning? So as we all know, Vuma is a telecommunications company that builds high-speed fiber, open access fiber networks in partnership, obviously, with our communities. Vuma supports education and aims to transform the way schools experience the internet. Vuma also installed a free one gigabit per second fiber line into every school past when deploying the network into a community. Right. To qualify for the free fiber connection, the school obviously has to be a primary or a high school registered with either the Department of Education or the Independent Examinations Board. So how we basically do this, we've partnered with a couple of internet service providers as well. So in addition to the free fiber infrastructure that we offer as Vuma to the school, we've partnered with the internet service providers and they come on board and offer the free data services. As I mentioned earlier on, with this, with this fiber internet access that we've given to the schools, learners are now, the teaching and learning has changed a lot through the, the, the Vuma fiber and our partners. Um, lessons have now been incorporated with technology, which obviously allows for learners to learn through video music and many also and many other digital platforms, educational platforms. It strengthens the lessons for the teacher and the learner, and it just basically strengthens the learning in the class, classroom environment in general. And then also just Vuma is more than just a fiber provider. It is an active corporate citizen that actively gives back to and uplifts communities that it operates in. Um, for one, the, the pandemic has really crushed our education um, system when we all went down to hard lockdown. But while the hard lockdown was there, we could see that through remote learning, there was a lifeline for some children. For the most vulnerable, this was obviously not possible. The lack of access to digital learning and the slow rollout of internet access in our public schools means that millions of children were falling behind in the curriculum. Because we can, we must, that's our company philosophy and Vuma is committed to installing free fiber infrastructure in schools at no charge at all, connecting learners and educators to the exponential possibilities the internet enables one trench one fiber cable one school at a time and here we are 520 this far <laughs> wow Roxanne what happens with hardware computers iPads you know PCs where does that come from so I mean we we try and get a couple of um, partners that we also look at partnering with obviously to, to, to roll out hardware in our schools. Obviously, we know that the economy is not so strong at the moment. 
Um, so it is a bit of a, a struggle. So a lot of schools do currently have a computer lab that they have about 10 or more um, computers in the computer labs. And that's where they basically use the, the technology in, the, inf- the, the internet in. Is there any way of making sure that the students are able to continue the experience after school at home? So is the idea to roll it out even further from the school, like to community centers or to maybe main areas where mm-hmm. the kids could even could benefit from it? Definitely. So we pride ourselves on because we can, we must, and where we see a need for the internet, that's exactly where we're going to install our fiber into um, a center, a community center, a tutor center, a safe place where obviously kids can go to after school and complete their homework or do any research or any projects that they need to complete. So there is, we do look at a, a couple of centers like that. One thing we know about fiber is that it actually doesn't exist. In other words, if you actually rip up a fiber cable and open it up, there's mm-hmm. nothing of value in it. There's no resale value. There's nothing to melt down. How is that a, a major game changer compared to the, the old system of transmission of, of, of um, data down the line? So it's much cheaper um, than a data cost. And I mean, there's really no value in the copper. The fiber, there's absolutely no value in it. But I think it's just so much cheaper for a household alone just to take up a, a Vuma fiber service from Vuma and obviously with the, the internet service providers to provide the, the data services. So Roxanne, what a lot of people are asking on the SMS line is that it's all good and well to have fiber, but it's not actually the fiber line that delivers the speed. The speed is delivered by the internet provider. How does one match the speed of the fiber line to what the internet provider is promising they will deliver. I think there's a bit of frustration here that people think that now fiber is coming, they're gonna have super fast internet and they're not experiencing that. What's the reason and what's the solution? So depending obviously on as a household, um, what package or if let's say you decide to take a, a package of 100 megs, then obviously determining on what the ISP would give you. Um, a lot of these things are also discussed with the internet service provider. Um, I do know that there might be a lot of frustrated um, households, but um, things with regards to speed obviously have to be discussed with the internet service provider um, of your choice. And yeah. So that's really, that's really what it's all about because all yeah. the Boomer line does is actually provide, provide. provide the connection. What happens at the end goes from there. What what people are really asking here is that how are you able to provide, let me just scroll down here, how are you able to provide an internet connection via fiber when 3G and other connections are are, are not yet provided in those areas? How do you get there when other people haven't been successful? Cool. So on our Vuma on our Vuma website, if the if Vuma fiber is not as yet in the area, the community can obviously go ahead and show the interest on the website. Once we see that there's a huge uptake in that area, we will then obviously go in and depending on the feasibility of that area, we will then go in and deploy our, our infrastructure in order for the internet service provider to provide the, the, the data services to each household. 
Roxanne, we just hit a raw nerve here because there's a particular area coming up. I will discuss it with you later, but let's just take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's discuss that problem area and why it hasn't got fiber yet. Craig, okay. let's go to the shops. This is RV on Business. Roxanne, the area that is coming up <laughs> is Eldorado Park. Why don't they have fiber? If I'm not mistaken, we actually just broke ground in that area. Um, okay. I really can't talk much on it because, um, as you know, that I focus more on our Huma School project. Right. So, um, but for any areas that the community is looking to obviously get connected and get installed with the, the infrastructure, they can gladly just go and have a look at the Huma website, show their interest, um, and then, yeah, hopefully then Huma will come to the areas. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you. I'm, I'm very happy to hear about that because I know that um, someone who was I was very involved with uh, about two years ago needed to get fiber connection and there was just no way they can do it. It wasn't even on the, on the, on the, on the charts. And now, thank God, they obviously, um, you know, there's a need from the community that's so coming through. Roxanne, yeah, no, tell definitely. me a little bit about Vuma's Reach Network. So Vuma's Reach Network is basically a network that we're rolling out in our underserved communities. It's much more affordable um, to these communities. And it's we, it's obviously, you can choose from um, different packages as well, again, with our partner service, internet service providers. And yeah, it's pretty much the same network. Um, it's, it's the same, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Just before we, we start winding down, can do you have an example of a particular school where the fiber was sort of rolled out and the, the change was really tangible and, and you can sort of give us a feeling as to what happened? Mm -hmm. So one school in specific, and this is probably the most the school that I love the most on this project. Um, I love them all equally, but this is one of the schools that I adore. This is a school in Soweto, and it's a primary school. They have had, so they in Soweto, and they obviously part of the underserved community. Um, it's kids, like you even said earlier on, kids that hardly even go with some bread in their lunchboxes to school. We, since we brought the Vuma Fiber into the school, these kids were able to start reading more. They could understand more the lessons have been made easier because of the Vuma fiber we had a partner that we partnered with and we were able to donate some ipads to the school as well so the primary school learners of this particular school could actually have bright lessons colorful lessons music lessons video lessons and when i actually spoke to the principal not so long ago she said it has made it has left such a huge impact on this on the learners they are really much better they they understand much better um their english is even much better um so yeah they've they've learned a lot and they're still learning so much more through the Vuma fiber and our partnered internet service provider roxanne that, that's really phenomenal to hear because it's almost things that we take for granted these days and, and they are in Soweto, which is literally today a part of Johannesburg, and yet they literally would have been left out in the dark due to financial circumstances if you guys hadn't come to the party. Um, there's one or two skeptics that are on this line here, and they really want to know, 
have is the have any of your projects been stopped because infrastructure has been stolen or vandalized and cables have been ripped up again um not much i can talk about but i haven't ever come um i haven't ever been made aware of a project that has stopped or a school that we couldn't get installed because of certain cables or poles being dragged down or dragged out of, out of the ground yeah just a, a practical question that I'm thinking of, you know, a lot of the schools that we're talking about, Alex Soweto, Kylie Chagugaletu, they're really in the main centers of the big cities in South Africa. Where we see, for example, our deputy chief, that justice comes from, really remote, remote places where children are walking huge distance to school, it's getting less and less safe for them to do that. They don't have telephone lines, never mind father. What is your plan? What is your um, rollout strategy in order to get fiber to places that are geographically isolated? So we're looking at obviously going into these areas as a pilot. Um, as you know, that we've already touched ground in um, places like Soweto. And then we've also touched ground in areas like Kayalicha as well. So we're looking at rolling out our fiber, not only to our schools, but to the community as a whole as well in each of these communities, underserved communities. Someone um, sounds like a little bit of um, sour grapes over here. Um, my children go to a normal school. In other words, she says, yeah, our children are not underprivileged, but they have tremendous challenges with connection. Would it be viable for me to be in touch with Boomertel to see if they could bring fiber to the school even if we have to fund it as a normal commercial project? Definitely. So as I mentioned in the beginning, again, we deploy our fiber infrastructure in every primary and high school that falls within our network. So if the school is within our network, we will definitely go ahead and connect the school at no cost at all. Whether it be a private school or whether it be a government school, we will definitely go ahead and connect the school. The ladies just message back, who do I get in touch with? Who do I reach out to and what information would they need? Cool. So um, she can actually send her an email to the schools at vumatel.co.za. That is an email address where we receive all our school applications. Um, the, the vetting process is pretty simple. We obviously just need to make sure that, that it is a primary or high school. And then we always need to make sure that the school is within the network. Once we have all those boxes thick, we're good to go to get the school installed to free fiber internet. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, then it goes on to say, we run a after-school homework center, and we've had tremendous challenges with getting stable line. Could we also apply for it? We are not a registered education center. As I said, again, because we can win must and where we see a need, um, we will definitely assist. So gladly, as I mentioned, for any school or tutor centers or homework centers, aftercare centers, please send an email to schools at vomatel.co.za and one of our school representatives will be in contact with you. Fantastic. And Roxanne, just before I read the last few um, live reads, the messages are coming through. Fast and Furious, James says, I run a rehab center for people with alcohol and drug addiction. One of the major sources of comfort and rehabilitation is internet access. 
so that our residents can use their cell phones, they can use their computers and laptops, and we provide safe spaces for them to go onto the internet where we can actually monitor where they're going and what they're using. We have a tremendous cost in providing huge bandwidth for many people to use it at one time. Would Vumatel be able to come in and assess, assess our scenario and advise of the best way forward? We can definitely assess um, the, the premises and see what we can do. Um, we definitely assist where we can as a, as a company. Um, I think you're going to get tired of me saying this, but because we can, we must, and we would love to, we, we don't leave anybody behind. Great. Roxanne, it's still a little bit early in 2022. You've got a good couple of months in front of you. The weather seems to have calmed down. The rain um, seems mm. to have uh, sort of abated. Um, what are your plans for the rest of the year? Firstly, connecting many more schools um, in our underserved communities, in our leafy suburbs. We're going to be connecting many more schools and looking for a whole lot of more partnerships. The, I think as much as we bring the free fiber in, we would love to partner with a couple of other corporate um, investors and see how we can bring stuff in like hardware, um, how we can bring things in like feeding schemes into our schools. We basically, we are a fiber company, but we're not only just about fiber. I believe that there's a need and if everybody can jump on board and assist us, there's a, there's a bigger picture at the end of the day and that's where we're all working towards. Um, you mentioned that Roxanne was head of CSI earlier on. How do I get in touch with Roxanne for CSI projects that we want to roll out? You can send me an email on roxanne.rose at vomatel.co.za. Okay. Roxanne, let me just keep you there for a minute. Is, is CSI a major part of what Vumatel does separate to this rollout? Or is this rollout part of the CSI initiative? The, the CSI, and, CSI and school project is in one. Um, and then obviously we have a couple of other things that we look at. Um, as I mentioned, that we don't just do fiber. We look at um, fulfilling, trying to fulfill each and every community's needs. Roxanne, it's great having you on the line. Last time we chatted, you were below 450 schools. You're now way over 500. And maybe when we chat in a couple of months' time, you'll be over the six or the 700 mark. And really what I hope is that it will just become a norm and that everybody will have it rolled out. Craig, thank you so much for pushing the buttons. Roxanne, thanks for joining us. Thank you, everybody. We will speak to you next week.